The other day I was talking to a mom friend of mine who was bemoaning that her life had become so busy. She has two young daughters and wrangling them was becoming more and more stressful. Breakfast has to be finished and teeth have to be brushed and clothes have to be changed and let's get in the car because we're late. And she said, I just feel like I'm not giving them any time for wonder, you know? And it's so funny because with kids, they operate in a state of wonder. They're like, mom, look at that cloud. Mom, look at that rock. Mom, look at that car, the license plate on that car. <laughs> so I said, here's the solution. You have to schedule in five minutes for wonder. Okay, Gigi, you've got five minutes for wonder. Go, hurry up, enjoy something. Imagine something, be curious about something. The clock is ticking. Three minutes left, go, go, go. <laughs> and the funny thing about this is I totally do it to my creativity. I finally carve out an hour or so in the studio and I tell my creativity, go, hurry up, think of something. Be brilliant and original and amazing. The clock is ticking. It's not necessarily a super strategy either for kids or for my own inner child. So today I wanna to talk about the value of creating a little margin in your time if you wanna develop your creative thinking. Welcome to The Josie Show, where it's artist to artist chat about making art and selling art, because I think artists should get paid. If you wanna learn the steps I took from transitioning from an artist slash waitress to a full-time artist with a thriving art studio, I wrote a guide for you. It's called The Ultimate Guide to Selling Your Art Online, and it's awesome. You can download it for freezies at josielewis.com slash ultimate. So, what do I mean when I say margin for creative thinking? Margin is just the space around something. And I've discovered that I, for one, have a horrible habit of not designing my day with any margin. And while that may be okay for an adulting schedule of groceries and dentist and paying bills and going to the gym, and every minute is accounted for, it leaves no time for admiring the cloud or the rock. I have this theory that creative energy is finite and everybody gets so many minutes a day and creativity might multiply in the right conditions. Not too hot, not too cold, and not too scheduled. But I can certainly burn up my creative thinking on non-art related problem solving, which is not necessarily a bad thing because creativity belongs everywhere in every category of our life. But speaking for myself, I don't allow for the blank time. And I think blank time, time for just thinking, for a stroll in the woods, for sitting at a coffee shop reading, for having lunch with an old friend, time that doesn't accomplish something is absolutely essential for creative development. Because I'm a full-time artist, when I have time in the studio, it tends to be very goal-directed. I am working on a body of work that I will sell. I am working on developing a digital course so that I can teach something. And though this high-level, focused, and disciplined approach is a necessary component of a successful studio practice, it's not the highest-level thinking. The highest level creative thinking is free range. It's blank time. It's got margin. It's unencumbered by obligation. It's unpressured by the requirement of exhibition and public view. Instagram, I'm looking at you. 
Sometimes time needs to be private and personal. Sometimes ideas may emerge and sometimes they may not. The amazing paradox for me is that though this kind of time can feel unproductive, it's so essential to my creative practice and probably the most important kind of work I do. What do you think about this? Do you have blank time in your studio practice? What does it look like? Do you need more? I sure do. I'll meet you in the comments. And as ever, if you enjoy The Josie Show, a like, a comment, a follow, or a review is hugely helpful. I'll see you in the next episode.